Hey everyone, welcome to episode 6 of Kingdom Hearts and Other Stuff, or Chaos for short. This week I've got a guest who has never played Kingdom Hearts before, but he's got 1.5 ready on the PS3, and he's going to dive in for the first time soon. He's my cousin, Robert Alcinius. How are hey we doing? Guys. Good, good. How are you doing? Good. Uh, we haven't really talked much for a while. Just me being in New Zealand and you being in Texas. Yeah, and uh, you know we're both really busy. What with you and uh, the little one, and me with work, and you know accumulating to a new land. You know, because we're both originally from Michigan and moving yeah, halfway yeah. across the country, and then you're way over halfway there. across the world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's hard to keep in touch sometimes, but yeah. I'm glad we got this opportunity to get all nerdy and uh, talk games. Yeah, man. Like, I, I don't have as uh, much of an opportunity to do the nerd chat with people over here, which is why I thought a podcast would be a great idea. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what do you know about Kingdom Hearts? How familiar are you with the series? Um, I know pretty much nothing about the series. And <laughs> that's actually ideal for me because that's how I like to go into stuff. I like to go into stuff not knowing anything about it so that way I can... Um, get a feel for it and kind of learn along the way like it's a fresh start and I'm not like I don't have all this background knowledge of it you know um, so that's sure. I knew for a long time that I was going to play it because the general premise of it I really like you know because you've been talking about it for ages now you know so I've yeah. <laughs> you know literally over half my life <laughs> <laughs> right so so you know I, I've seen you post like screenshots and talk about it and anytime that you like you you get into depth I I avoid it. I don't read it. I don't watch the mm. clips. So basically, I've just seen like pictures. So basically, I know there's uh, a guy named Sora who um, runs around with a keyblade and he works with uh, Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck and Goofy. And I think there's another girl character there they run around <laughs> to these different disney worlds and meet these all these disney characters and whatnot um and that's basically all that i know um that's awesome <laughs> like that's 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 really all i know going into it um but I, I was really drawn to it because you know i love disney and um i love combining stories together like i love anything that will take different stories and just kind of mix them all together and create crossovers one story and yes crossovers and mashups love them love them yeah me too that's my jam <laughs> it's, it's funny because like on one hand i have no idea if king Wars would have the same impact on me if i play it for the first time at 30 years old as opposed mm. to 14 years old when the game right. came out and the main character is 14 so i like mm -hmm. obviously had that connection if you will right um, yeah yeah that's but at the same time i'm like man what i wouldn't give to play it for the first time <laughs> <laughs> right again uh, that's i was thinking so, man, zach must be so jealous that i'm playing this for the first time and, and yeah, you can never yeah, do man. that again <laughs> <laughs> and it's just you, know, but, you have such a different mindset as an adult than you do as a teenager yeah as a kid. well I'm hoping that I'll still be able to identify with the characters sure. because you know I like to I like to think of myself as a child at heart still so you know. <laughs> and I like it can get cheesy but it's still such good fun you know right I'm I'm always I'm always down with a little cheese in my life <laughs> oh yeah and we were talking before we started recording how you usually don't get around to playing games like you don't get a console until the next 
console generation is out. So like that's yeah. why you're playing on PS3 instead of PS4 because yeah, I have a PS4. Because yeah, and, uh, I'm behind. You play games at your own pace, <laughs> and I think that's really awesome because mm-hmm. like so there's always such a rush to get the new thing and the hot thing and play it before mm-hmm. you get spoiled. But I mean, if you don't pay attention to that stuff, then it's just like you say, you know, you see pictures, but you don't read about it. You don't watch trailers and yeah, you know, you'll get to it one day and that's really good because so many people always feel so rushed to mm-hmm. do it first. Yeah. To have the newest and the best. And yeah. you know, th- there are advantages and disadvantages to doing that. Sure. Like, um, I know, uh, beforehand, like if a game's going to be good or not kind of sort of, cause people will say, Oh, well that was a oh, yeah. crap game. Don't, bother playing it i'll be like okay i won't bother with it you know especially so, yeah these games have been out for a while so i've only heard good things about them so i'm like okay this is one that's worth my time you know that's so actually this... a really good point because mm-hmm. like you also get to avoid all the the hype trains like people get hyped yep. up about stuff yep. and then when it comes out either there's so much hype that people just blindly give things good scores when actually there's a lot wrong with it mm-hmm. or they could you know pass over a game that is actually really good yeah. Uh, because there was no marketing for it. And then mm-hmm. after five years, it's got a cult following and people start talking about it and they're like, wow, how did people not play this game? And so you get, <laughs> right. you get all that hindsight, which is mm-hmm. awesome because you're not wasting your time with a lot of crap. Exactly, yeah. And and also a lot of like glitches will be patched and issues will be solved. Yeah, you know, by the time that I get around to playing two. stuff, it's all, it's already ready to go. Um, yeah, you know, man. that's one of the issues that when people get stuff right away, first thing, like you're always going to deal with those issues. Of course, uh, one of my favorite games, Skyrim, still has a lot of glitches <laughs> and issues, but um, but no, so that, yeah, that that is another advantage to, to playing them behind. I think the only real disadvantage to, to playing that way is that I, I am always behind, so I don't get to discuss games with people, and I don't get to, you know, like, I mean, like, I missed out on years of conversations with you about Kingdom Hearts because I've never sure. played the games, you know? But so you know what? That's why we're doing this, because <laughs> right. I, will, I will always talk to people about Kingdom Hearts, and I love right. it because this is going to be so fun for me to experience this alongside you, like, experience mm-hmm. your experiences, playing it for the first time, and getting your feedback and what you think. Right. Like, with reveals, with twists, with unexpected turns, and yeah, I'm, like I'm if, very if much you even forward to it. <laughs> like react in similar ways or not at all. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm I'm really super excited. And I hope you enjoy it. Yeah, um, I, I think it's going to be really cool to have you alongside me too, because then like if I missed something, like you know, because playing a game the first time through for the first time, you you never really get everything all you know, the first time. So like sure. if I go through the game and then we start talking about it and you and you might point something out that I was like, Oh, I didn't realize that, so that yeah. explains that you know, so yeah, it'll be really cool to kinda of go over that review. Um Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I think it's gonna be fun. Definitely. So I in my notes I had a list of what order I think you should play in. But uh it's kind of a bit tweaked because you only have one point five, <laughs> but that's fine. Uh, See, and this this is one of the issues that I had with I was kind of hesitant to even start these games just because, you know, and and we've talked about it and I've seen you uh, post about it and I've heard you talk to other people people about it and I'm like, I'm just so confused. 
at what games to play when in what order and i'm just like do i and i'll apparently i need like different consoles to play different games or maybe i don't <laughs> some anymore. of some of them you can either play as a game or you can watch as a video or something like that. i'm just like oh wow this is <laughs> this is more work than it's gonna be you know but yeah. i mean i think it, it's definitely gonna be worth it i'm sure it's just it going into a game i'm like i'd want to play one two three you know i don't yeah, no, for sure. Starting at 1.5 is like, <laughs> it just seems wrong. I'm sorry, right. my phone keeps going off. That's really <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, no, and that's, that's something that Square Enix has worked to remedy a lot because mm. in recent years because obviously, like, the biggest complaint as the games were coming out was that, like, every new game was on a different system, whether it was the Game Boy Advance or the PS2 or the PS3 right. or the PSP or the D 3DS or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so, so many games come out in so many different systems yeah and now like you can get everything on ps4 you, you can get most of them on ps3 right uh, but like if you want to play every single king hearts game or watch all the king hearts movies ps4 boom and like at, at e3 they actually revealed after all their trailers came out they revealed that uh they have a bundle available for like for pre-order digitally on PS4, mm -hmm. so it's ninety nine dollars and you get everything. Like you get mm. Kingdom Hearts one point five, which has Kingdom Hearts one, Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories, and Kingdom Hearts three five eight over two days video. You get mm -hmm. two point five, which has Kingdom Hearts two, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, and the Kingdom Hearts Recoded video. And you get Kingdom Hearts two point eight, which has Dream Drop Distance and the back cover video, and. 0.2 birth by sleep a fragmentary passage mm -hmm. and along with all that you also get the pre-order for Kingdom Hearts 3 right. which uh, all the other games 1.5, 2.5 and 2.8 all are available as soon as you pre-order it uh, like you can download them immediately and start playing mm -hmm. and Kingdom Hearts 3 unlocks midnight on January 29th so like honestly because just the base game for Kingdom Hearts 3 would be 60 bucks so mm -hmm. getting all three other compilations for an extra 40 is a really sweet deal if you haven't ever played any of them before. Yeah, that's definitely Obviously, you have, to, you have to have the PS4 to do it, but right. even still, it's, it's like, if you're someone so like So you're you, saying I need to buy a PS4 as well. I would <laughs> recommend it. <laughs> um, um, they're, they're what's next year comes out? <laughs> Um, well, only a couple years away. I guess. I guess the only real question is that once uh, once they give you all those games, do they actually tell you which order to play them in? <laughs> you know. Uh, I mean, they don't specifically tell you, but mm -hmm. the, I always like to recommend playing them in a release order because that mm -hmm. kind of makes the most sense. Uh, right. Some people have pl tried playing chronologically, like in terms of the story, mm -hmm. but that gets a bit confusing because like the prequels reference things that happened in the original game, and huh. so it's better to play the. In my opinion, play it's better to play it order. in order of release chronology. So, like, sense. I would say Kingdom Hearts 1, then Chain of Memories, then Kingdom mm -hmm. Hearts 2. But Kingdom Hearts 2 is on the 2.5 compilation, whereas 358 over 2 days is on 1.5, even though it released after 2. But that's yeah. okay, because the that on days, A, it's one of the movies that they, they've remade the game into a cinematic movie. Yeah. So you don't yeah. really have to play it. And also, in terms of game chronology, it starts near the end of Kingdom Hearts 1 and ends at the very beginning of Kingdom Hearts 2. Mm -hmm. So it kind of makes sense to watch that before 2. Right. Otherwise, the intro to 2 is really confusing. Mm -hmm. Like, when Kingdom Hearts 2 came out, everybody who played it was confused by the intro. Mm -hmm. Because it was... 
playing a character you didn't know. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think you, you were talking know. to uh, the other guy about this. Yeah. Um, on your last episode. Yeah, yeah, there's like the six-hour tutorial. <laughs> like, you're going to end up having the same conversations with people because everybody has the same questions about play order. <laughs> but that's okay because everyone's got a different perspective. And, like, you don't ex- – like, you know because mm-hmm. you've kind of heard of it, but you don't know because you've never played it. Right. So right. – So uh, So that's usually, why I go to the since, experts and ask you. <laughs> exactly. So since the compilations have come out, the general consensus among fans is to play them in the order that they are listed in the menu. Mm. So – in right. the 1.5 menu, when you load it up, it'll say Kingdom Hearts 1, Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories, Kingdom Hearts 358 over two days. Yeah, that's, and that's how, the and best that's, way you can do it. That's how I would play it. Just yeah. if, Even if I didn't have you to tell me, just bringing sure. it up, I'm like, yeah, okay, that, that makes perfect sense to play them in that order. Yeah. So that's that's what I would suggest. Do that, and then, uh, then once you're done with 1.5, move on to 2.5. Okay. I will order 2.5. It's going to take me a while to get through them, though, because I, oh, that's it fine. takes me yeah. forever to play video games, to get through a game, because I, first of all, I'm not super good at video games. <laughs> <laughs> I've well, never been really great at them. I just enjoy them. So, sure. Um, you know, I've been known to play games on the normal difficulty or easy difficulty just because yeah. I don't, when I play a game, I don't want to, you know, be doing the same thing over and over and over. You know, you always come across that one point in a game where, like, you're trying to make this jump, you're trying to beat this boss, and, like, you have to do it, like, a hundred times over yeah. and over and over again. And I'm like, this isn't fun for me anymore. I just want... <laughs> I, I, I play games for the story. That's what I really want to get out yeah. of games. That's why, you know, that's why I like games like... Uh, the Borderlands and Tomb Raider, and sure, uh, because they have amazing stories. Resident Evil games have really good stories, you know. And like, I'm not big on the standard, straightforward first-person shooters because I'm like, Most where's the story? It's all just running stories, around yeah. shooting people, you know. And that's I, I have. Not my heard, style. <laughs> I used to be the same, also because I'm terrible at shooters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say to the genre's credit, in the last five years or so. I've heard a lot of good things about a lot more shooters, like stories. Mm-hmm. Like uh, people said, how Titanfall was pretty average, but then Titanfall Two had a really amazing story. Mm. Uh, whereas the multiplayer, you know, you could take or leave. Right. And I've heard that about some of the Call of Duty games too, which is surprising because usually Call of Duty gets the schlock for being the same every time. But some right, of the more recent right. ones, people have said like the story is actually really great. So mm-hmm. it makes me kind of want to go back to shooters because <laughs> I used to only play with friends, even though it was terrible. But if I'm yeah. playing on my own for story, then it might be better. Then yeah, it, it might be worth it. Then yeah, definitely. That's why. Um, that's why I like Borderlands was because mm. it had a really good like that's a first person shooter so I was like eh, running around shooting stuff but it had a yeah. really good story and all the and di- it's crazy funny, the crazy different guns you get and yeah it's there's a lot of a lot of aspects of that those games that I really liked yeah agreed um, Borderlands then, was probably like the first shooter <laughs> series that I got really into too mm-hmm. but yeah that's I tend to play games for the story so like even if it's um not a super great game if it's got a decent story then right i'll I'll be down to play it you know Uh, what was there was a game a little while back dust that i got for free on because i had an xbox gold subscription right yeah 
I and have that. I've never it, played it. I got oh, it with the same freebie. <laughs> it has it has a pretty good story, and it's it's just fun to play. I mean, it's a lot of repetitive. It's a side scroller. A lot of repetitive, um, like attacks the enemies. But the the characters are funny, and they they all have like very stereotypical accents, but they're done quite quite well. Sure. And um, it's just it's it's got a pretty decent story to it, so I was pleasantly surprised with that. So I'm like, awesome. even, even though the game wasn't like super great, the story was decent enough that I enjoyed it, and it was fun to play. Yo, that's like honestly, that can make or break a game for me. Like, it can look beautiful and amazing, mm-hmm. uh, no matter the art style, and it can have such an amazing soundtrack. But if the if the story falls flat, I'm not gonna care. Yeah, you know. So it's that's uh, maybe part of. Uh, me being such a big RPG fan is I just mm-hmm. I love I live for the stories. Yeah. Yep. Growing up I didn't read a whole lot of books, but I played a lot of RPGs with like seventy hour stories, and that was mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. I did instead of reading. Yeah. I mean I read I read text boxes. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's that's one of the things why I really like playing Skyrim was just because there's so many different stories in that game. Um, that just like every corner you turn, you're running into a story, you know, like mm. something's going on with this person or something happened here. Um, and it's all just, it's so insane. Like I still, seriously, I played the same game in Skyrim for nearly 10 years. Like a lot of people will be like, oh, I'm going to start another playthrough. No. Like, I've only recently, in the last year, started new uh, playthroughs. I was playing the same game for that entire time, just discovering more stuff and and just, you know, running around and finding more to do. There's always something to do in that game. Uh, I... I'm going to be that guy and say, oh, it hasn't been 10 years. It's only been out for seven. Okay, seven years, whatever. But, but I had a so bit it's of a been six because years. its release date is 11-11-11. I'm like, it came out on your on birthday. On my birthday, <laughs> yep. I remember that. And uh, yeah, quaint. I bought it for myself as a birthday awesome. present. So yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Did you, do you pay much? You probably don't pay much attention to E3, and that's why you don't like see a lot of the new stuff that comes out, eh? Because no. you know, you're you're working on last gen, so I don't yeah, know that's why I I'd really I'd like to like I want to see the new stuff that's coming out, and I'm really interested in it because um, a lot of them are sequels to games that I have played. Sure, sure. Um, but honestly, I do avoid it because it does it gets me hyped up for these games that I'm not going to be playing for ages. For a long time. You yeah. know, so I'm like I don't want to get myself hyped up for something that's going to be that far away. You know. Sure. Fair so. enough. And that's like we um, were talking about the uh, the the new Elder Scrolls was announced, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I can't even no, I can't even look at that because I'm gonna get <laughs> super hyped for it, and it's not gonna come out for who knows how long, you know? Yep. And then and, how long after it comes out are you gonna play it? So. Yeah. So I'm like, there's there's really no need for me to bother um, keeping up with that kind of stuff. Yep. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so then you probably didn't see much that uh, was release this e3 no just a couple of things that i think you posted on a couple of things like uh didn't you say a new uh smash bros was coming out 
Yep, yep. Smash Bros. coming out in December. Which is cool. On the Switch, which is a good reason for you to get a Switch. I'll be honest, I haven't played since Melee. I never even played Brawl. <sighs> I tell you what, people <laughs> like to bash on Brawl because Melee in the terms, like in the eyes of tournament players and hardcore players and stuff, Melee is like god tier and nothing has surpassed yeah. it. And they're just <laughs> Pretty a much. bit <laughs> about it if I'm being honest. Yeah. But, um, and like I love Melee, but Brawl was my favorite mm-hmm. mostly because of the subspace emissary because it had a story mode and it's like, oh. you know, Kingdom Hearts because, it, you know, obviously Smash Bros. has all the crossover characters right. fighting each other, but yeah. like subspace emissary was a story mode and it gave them all roles oh that's and cool. it was done brilliantly like i like that yeah. like uh, princess peach and princess zelda are in a crowd watching a watching a tournament happen and then a pd okay. piranha plant from the mario series comes out and you have to face it and it's a boss battle nice and if you're playing two players you can take them on together and then after you beat it it like captures one of the princesses in the cage but you can choose which princess it captures oh that's cool. and then that that adapts the story uh, for later on so like you'll find Link mm-hmm. and you'll team up with Link and when you find the princesses whichever one you captured like if if you had Zelda captured then Link's gonna lead the charge on the enemy because he's like Zelda I have to capture I have to save you but if okay. it was Peach that you chose to be captured then mm-hmm. uh, Mario's gonna lead it but right. they're still gonna be the yeah, same sure. characters but different things are gonna happen or they'll mm-hmm. happen in different ways and it all goes to the same story. It's not like a Telltale game where you know your choices mm-hmm. matter, but it right. <laughs> it adapts to the choices you make, and it's that is really, really cool. cool. And I still yeah. really wish they'd bring a new story mode, but I don't think they're gonna do it. Uh, I they like that. I'm, I'm gonna have to pick that up now. But um, really, the only reason I I never got to play that was because um, I pretty much switched from Nintendo consoles. I haven't played a Nintendo sure. console in some time, um, and I you know I just been playing other stuff and never got and that's never got back around to that although i did consider recently i kind of want to buy myself a wii because i want to go back and uh play some gamecube games because <laughs> yeah man absolutely i remember it was awesome i was, I was having some fun um with the gamecube back in the day and i was like man i really want to replay some of those games now <laughs> no wholeheartedly support getting a wii especially because you can get one for like 50 bucks these days yeah yeah that's why that's why i love going uh going old school because it's all it's all cheap and uh, it's easy to get your hands on yeah and, definitely uh, and you're not worried like, about like if something happens to it, you're like, oh, it was only fifty bucks. You know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, if you get a Wii, I definitely, definitely, definitely recommend uh, Smash Brothers. Because, like Smash Brothers and Kingdom Hearts for a long time were my top two favorite series. Like anytime a new game came out, I'd buy it day one. Didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, like even if it looked like it was eh, not the greatest, like I would still buy it as soon as I possibly could right. because I just love those crossovers and I love those games. Yep. yep. And I did that with. Uh, Smash Brothers on both the Wii U and the 3DS. They mm-hmm. had different modes on them, even though they had the same characters. And you know, I played them both quite a bit, but not nearly as much as like I even bought the DLC characters. Yeah, I just don't have anyone to play with. Like mm-hmm. back when I was living in the states, you know, growing up, there's all of my gamer friends near me, and I've yeah. still got people here, friends here that play games, mm-hmm. but they're not necessarily as into things like Smash Brothers. Like they're more into story-driven <laughs> games and whatnot. Right, right. So I was playing a lot of me versus CPU, and because mm-hmm. it didn't have a story mode, there wasn't even that to pick up the slack. It was just like yeah. trying to finish challenges. And yeah, it, it gets like, kind of dry after a while. It got so boring. 
Mm-hmm. And like it's a fun game and it's well made and I love the new characters. It's so cool to play Cloud and Bayonetta. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just it it was not as much fun without other people to play with. Right. And and so like when they revealed a couple months ago that there was gonna be new Smash Brothers already for the Switch, I was like, eh, I don't really care. <laughs> like the first time I've ever been not hyped for a Smash Brothers game. Mm-hmm. And then at E three they announced that everyone's gonna be there like every character from every previous smash brothers game is gonna be on the roster whether they were in one game and then were cut or if they you know were altered like or if they were duplicate characters like wolf is a copy of fox and peach Mm -hmm. is a copy of pikachu all of them are there they've got toon link and they've got young link Mm -hmm. they've got uh and they're, they're doing better with the outfits uh, instead of just being different color palettes they're like actually different outfits for most of them like from different games over the years cool and it just it looks really cool and all it took was that one trailer mm-hmm. to for me to be like all right i'm hooked again <laughs> Man, <right? laughs> even if i don't have friends to play with i'll still play it because it looks really cool but i just wish they would bring another story mode to it because i love the subspace emissary and that's because it makes it more playable i think for single players if you don't have mm-hmm. the people around you to play with all the time you know it yeah. makes it a bit more open for a single player experience and i mm-hmm. just thought that was so cool so if you get a wii definitely get brawl definitely play subspace emissary you'll love it <laughs> all right definitely that is going on my list <clears throat> uh how did we get there <laughs> how did we get to that um, you asked me about E3, actually. I think that's oh, how I we, did, didn't uh, I? Yeah, I just kind of spiraled. Yeah. That's all right. It's it's Kingdom Hearts and other stuff. It's not just Kingdom Hearts, so it's <laughs> right. nice to chat about other things. Definitely. Yeah. I still remember, like after Kingdom Hearts two came out, and people were like, "What's the next Kingdom Hearts game gonna be?" And mm. I think it was Electronic Gaming Monthly did a April Fool's joke in their magazine. <laughs> it was a blurb about the new partnership that Square Enix has with Nintendo, and they're gonna make Mushroom Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> and it was a picture of Sora and Mickey in their outfits, and then uh, Mario with like a Kingdom Hearts style belts and zippers. Oh yeah, outfit with a keyblade. <laughs> and I was like, "This looks amazing!" <laughs> and it was an April Fool's joke, and I was like, right. "I hate you." <laughs> yeah, that magazine was good. I actually had a subscription to that for back in the day when I was younger. Yeah, that was... they were also the magazine that uh, that had the April Fool's joke about Sonic and Tails joining. Uh, Super Smash Brothers in Melee. I remember that one. Yes, Brawl. and that was one that had me, and I got really upset yeah. about that one because I thought yep. that was gonna be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out they just predicted the future. <laughs> now we just need that Mushroom Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Honestly, I still want Super Smash Carts. Like they kind of started doing that with Mario Kart Eight, where they had Link and the Animal Crossing characters. Mm. But I, w- I want levels based on all these. I want oh, they've got levels based on some, but I want items based on them, like Super Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. I want Pokemon and carts going up against Mario and Link. I think Super Smash Carts is like the logical next step for them. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right, might as well, right? Mm. Oh, I actually I do have a question for you about yeah. Kingdom Hearts. Bring it um, back around because I don't know. The play style, I've never seen clips or anything. It is turn pa- uh, turn-based gameplay, right? It is not turn-based. No, it's, it's not. A, okay. It's how is the... action it's an action RPG, so you're running okay. around and like 
enemies will spawn in front of you. Okay. And so, like, if you don't want to fight them, you can just run the other way. They won't okay. despawn necessarily. Sometimes they will, but <laughs> um, depends on how far you run, I suppose. Okay. But, yeah, it's an action RPG. So okay. you're I don't know how I got that field. thought into my head, but for some reason I was thinking I've, it was turn-based. And I was probably because like, it came out in 2002 when all the RPGs were turn-based. <laughs> that would make sense, yeah. And that's like, I'm like, I haven't played a turn-based game since... Final Fantasy Seven, I think. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it, it's been a while. One came out around the same time as Final Fantasy Ten and Ten Two, and those were both turn based. Right. So, right. like, and to be a, a new series that was combining Disney and Final Fantasy, you'd think being Final Fantasy and Square Enix, it would be turn based. Right. But it was like a bold new direction for them. I don't know if they had done other action RPGs with the free roam like that before, but this was certainly the first and highest profile one that they'd done at the time and it worked out really well mm -hmm. so you only control Sora Donald and Goofy are your partners but you don't control them Okay. you can okay, go cool. into the menu don't, and don't, customize them I was going to say don't get too deep into it because I don't want to know <laughs> no that's okay I'm I just, just saying like you, you can go to the menu and say like I want Goofy to attack more and I want Donald to use his magic more okay. or you can say I want Goofy to use his skills more and I want Donald to attack less mm -hmm. so you can kind of customize how their attack styles are but you okay. only control sora and they do their own thing gotcha cool awesome so, i'm looking yeah. forward to it it's good it's i will warn you that uh final fantasy kingdom hearts one has widely been criticized for its camera oh yeah but that, that, camera that gets better in. that gets better it's because it was an early you know, 3D platforming action game. Mm -hmm. So, like the pl there's a lot of a lot more platforming aspects to it than there are in later Kingdom Hearts games, but mm -hmm. uh, and they're a bit wonky. But try not to get frustrated. It's a it's a minor <laughs> hiccup, honestly. Yeah, that's I'm I'm used to that from old school games. So sure, uh, that's nothing new to me. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's definitely not worth not playing because of that. But it is a gripe that a lot of people have. <laughs> So now that you've uh, convinced me to play Kingdom Hearts, I should uh, I should convince you to play Skyrim because that is like my, <laughs> that is my go-to game. <laughs> That's uh, fair enough. Maybe uh, maybe next time because I like most of the time I want to have different guests on to get right. different viewpoints and different perspectives. But I think mm -hmm. it'd be really fun to have you on again later. Like you said, it takes you a while to play a game, right? Yeah, so, like I probably won't even be. I'd love just. I actually, I want to just like pop this in and start playing it. But I honestly, I probably won't have time to get to it for like another two weeks, just because sure, I got sure. so much crazy stuff going on. So like, you might only have uh, Kingdom Hearts one beat by the end of the year. Maybe. Possibly, I don't know. Once I start <laughs> playing a game, I, if I get really into it, then I'll play sure, it more. You, you know, make more but time like for it. I haven't actually started it yet, so it's yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> I honestly, well, I can't guarantee. I don't know when it'll be. I'll at be any done rate, with it. at any rate, it'll probably take you long enough. There, there will be a good deal of episodes between now and when you beat it. So yeah, I think it'd be really yeah. cool to have you on again after you beat one before you move on to Chain of Memories mm -hmm. to get your impressions and hear your thoughts on it. Certainly. Yeah. So I think it'd be really cool to follow your journey through the series. Absolutely. You can have me on whenever. I am always willing to talk about <laughs> stuff. <laughs> me too. So yeah, man. I, I think that'd be really cool. And now since Skyrim's on Switch and I've got a Switch, you know, maybe maybe I'll do it on that. There you go. <laughs> uh, it's the Elder Scrolls games are one of those interesting things like I've I think I tried... Yeah, someone gave me their old copy of 
What's the one before? The, three is Morrowind, five is Skyrim. What's four? Oblivion. Oblivion was... Yes. I thought Oblivion was between Morrowind and Skyrim. Right? Yeah, it is. I, yeah. I said three, three is Morrowind, yeah, five is right. Skyrim, okay. and I was yeah. like, what's four? Four is Oblivion. Yeah. So back Xbox 360 days, a friend of mine was done with their copy, and they're like, hey, do you want this? I'm like, sure, free game. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Even if I never play it, I still like having things. <laughs> right. Very materialistic. Um and actually, Borderline Hordish. actually, I didn't really get into the Elder Scrolls game until Skyrim. I mean, I played... I've heard that from a lot of people. I, yeah, I played a little bit of Morrowind, and I did play quite a bit of Oblivion, but I never did end up beating the game. Um, but Skyrim really kind of pulled it back a little, so there wasn't quite as much... Um, like level grinding and that kind of stuff like sure like it was it was really complicated to get to s- some of the stuff that you wanted in in the older games and this really kind of like you do this to to max these skills and you know that kind mm-hmm. of stuff and it, and it all kind of comes together and you can anyway yeah we I don't, I don't sure, sure. <laughs> like I could sit here and talk about Skyrim all day. So as long <laughs> as I could talk about game parts, so yeah, okay. pretty much. So. I mean, if you're trying to convince me to play it, then you know, fair enough. <laughs> but no, it's it's a really fun game. I I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, like I I kind of want to sit here and talk about it for a while, but I know you're trying to keep <laughs> the times on your on oh, your. That's, uh... that's right. We're at like. 35 minutes right now my, my goal is to have episodes between be between 30 and 45 minutes because i don't want them to drag but right, uh, right i still like to get conversations sometimes 30 minutes just doesn't feel like enough so you know mm-hmm. we can wrap it up in the next 10 minutes but if you want to convince me more on skyrim for 10 minutes that's fine <laughs> okay <laughs> like yeah, with, I... <laughs> with with oblivion like after they gave that to me it was months and months before i tried it but i did mm-hmm. eventually try it and i played a good five to ten hours mm-hmm. which is more than i can say for things like world of warcraft which i just two hours and i was like nah this is not for me <laughs> uh, but oblivion i i kind of enjoyed and then i forget why i fell out of it but i just lost interest maybe another game came out that i was anticipating i don't mm. remember but and then i just i think that style of game i never played morrowind and so oblivion i gave up after five ten hours mm-hmm. and i just never bothered to get skyrim because there was always something else that i was more interested in right yeah i can understand and, that you know um, I think what really draws me to Skyrim is that it's it's the first um, like open world game that I that I really think is truly open world. Like, sure, a lot of games like they'll give you this giant world and you can go wherever you want and do whatever you want, but they kind of push you along the path to the main story. You know, yeah. like um, so they're always like, oh, we'll go to this place and do this. Uh, if you go anywhere else, then you're not going to have a lot to do until you progress the main story, you know, or something like that. Yeah. Um, whereas in, in Skyrim, like, as soon as you're through that intro, um, yeah. like, there's probably a good 15, 20 minutes. I don't know how long it takes, but however sure, long. Sure, sure. You, you have out to of, establish the setting in the character. Yeah, one, once you get out of Helgen, uh, you can go, you can literally go to the other end of the map and start doing quests over there. You're not going to yeah. be very good at it because you're at a low level, <laughs> you know. But but like you can you can do that and you can uh, find quests and you know and you don't have to progress the main story like at all. You can do all the other quests in the entire game before going back to the main quest. 
and um, you could just there's just there's just there's so much that you can do in the game. Um, you know, you can really play it how you want to play it, build the character how you. Uh, want to be able to play and really gear stuff towards how exactly you want. You know, it's not like the. I know you like the the Telltale uh, story games mm-hmm. where like every decision it's very you make. Oh, I, right, right. I have I have a hard time playing those games because I want to see what happens at every option I choose. You know, yeah. like I want to pick this option, but I'm really curious as what happens if I pick the other thing too. You know. So I have a hard time playing those games because I have a hard time making those options and then not being able to go back and see, well, what would have happened if I, you know... Um, whereas in Skyrim is more of, you know, you can go t- go somewhere and you can completely go through absolutely everything. That's I'm the worst going through, like, dungeons and everything because I will scour, like, every little corner. I will talk to every single person. <laughs> I will, you know, like... I feel you 100%. <laughs> I've been uh, playing Nino Kuni for the first time recently mm. on the PS3, incidentally. And, like, I told myself at the beginning, like, I'm always invested in so many games, so I'm not going to, like, fluff around to side quests I'm not gonna like I'm like if there's something interesting, sure, but I'm gonna try and focus on the story. I'm just gonna you know work my way through. If I need to grind to level up, cool, but I'm just mm-hmm. gonna focus on the story. Mm-hmm. And I find myself doing that. I'm talking to everybody. I'm completing every side quest as it comes up, and I'm like, don't do this. Why am I like this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was one of the hardest things for me to realize in Skyrim is that no, you cannot complete all of the quests. Because mm. there are just too many of them. Sure. Um, so you will never... And of the, I think the one downside that Skyrim has is that it is a really glitchy game. Uh, sure. Even, even again, after the updates the and years, everything. It's, it's been over, out seven years, so surely it should be a bit better, eh? It's it's much better. It's a lot better. But it's still glitchy. Like, <laughs> like I still get render errors and dragons flying into mountains and just oddball stuff. But some of that... Some of that stuff is the most entertaining stuff you will ever see. Like the most famous um, glitch that they actually, I had heard, I don't know if it was actually true, but I heard that they actually fixed it and then people had liked it so much that they put it back in. I did actually experience <laughs> it once. Um, the the giants. If you go up to the giants um, in the beginning when you're still a low level, like you are so out leveled by them that when they hit you, you will go flying up into the sky and. Like, oh yeah, I've heard about that. <laughs> yeah, um, and it's it's just it's a hilarious thing that just happens. And that's not um, a that's a glitch. Yeah, and it was a glitch, and like that's and funny. When I they always heard thought because like, I've heard people talk about that, and I thought mm-hmm. that that was like just a thing like you can't take these guys on until you're a higher level you're stronger you have better armor oh no it was i thought that was like legit it was totally a glitch and uh you know and uh, and i had heard i don't know how true it was but apparently they had actually fixed it and then people were like well it's not happening anymore but they the people really enjoyed it and it's true it is hilarious i have seen some of the craziest stuff and i just laugh like one of my favorite stories is about my son um, I, I have a, well, I, I had a son in my original story and, uh, I had a son and a daughter who I had adopted and I come home one day and he's nowhere to be found. And I'm like, where is he? You know, and I start freaking out and looking around and he's nowhere to be seen. And I'm like, 
so I eventually, like, I realized I couldn't find him, and I was like, I kind of just accepted the fact the game must have glitched, he's gone, I don't have a son, I wasn't able to go adopt another one or anything like that, so I was like, okay, I guess I'm just down a kid, which sounds absolutely right. horrible, but I mean, it's, it's a video game, so I'm just sure, like, sure. I, it glitched, you know, so that's Skyrim for you, you know, so I was just like, I'm down a kid. And then one day, I am on the other side of the map at this farm, and there's these kids running around, and I'm like, wait a minute, that one looks like my son. And I go up, and ah. sure enough, my kid had somehow managed to go all the way across to the other side of the map, which I am 100% sure was a glitch. I don't know how it happened. I'm not exactly sure what happened, but he was on the other side of the map. And, you know, when you talk to him, the, the speech options come up, and I'm like, go home. And so he starts wow. walking home. <laughs> so here he is, because I'm like, there's no other options. What am I going to do? Pick him up and carry him? I can't do that. That's funny. You know. So I tell him to go home, and like I followed him for a while, but I'm like, it takes hours to get across the Skyrim map. So I was like, sure, I can't, sure. I can't follow him the whole way, you know. Um, but yeah, he he walked all the way across the map, and I think it was a little uh, like. It took a couple times of going back home, but um, eventually he did actually make it back home, and he was back home, and I was like, that was one of the craziest things that has ever happened to me. And That's um, funny. So, like, yeah, I mean, it was a glitch, but it gives me a really great story to tell now. Yeah, <laughs> you no, <know>? absolutely. <laughs> it's great to have anecdotes and stories like that in, in game worlds. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I, I will say, I did just look up, because... Something about Breath of the Wild, I feel like if you like Skyrim so much, you will love Breath of the Wild because it's I so open, will. and it, it is like that, where mm -hmm. once you complete the intro, which is like five to ten minutes long... Yeah. Uh, no, fair enough, you, you've got the bit at the beginning. Okay, mm. I take it back. It's like an hour or two uh, on the okay. starting area. Once you leave the opening cave, which is like five to ten minutes, then you've got the Grand Plateau that you're on. Mm -hmm. And that's big in itself, but then once you find out that that's like a one percent of the whole game mm -hmm. kind of blows your mind when you see the whole map <laughs> right and i just looked up a comparison between the breath of the wild map and the skyrim map mm -hmm. and breath of the wild is like 1 1.5 1 1.6 times bigger than Jeez, skyrim that is that and is massive. and <laughs> i have put like 20 to 25 hours into breath of the wild and i've had to stop and step away because it's too much for me <laughs> like it's overwhelming yeah uh, I, I like a good open world but i also kind of like to be constricted mm -hmm. uh, right i don't know but like people love it and they're like i'm 100 hours in it i'm still finding new things and i'm like that's awesome i love content i love having like that's your you're getting your money's worth from this 60 dollar game yeah yeah for sure but like it's just it's too open for me it's too big it's too massive like mm -hmm. i need a bit of streamlining i need a bit of focus right i'm a bit too all over the place all like over if the i up. see something <laughs> i'm gonna tag it on the map so i can try and make my way to it but while i'm making my way to that mm -hmm. i'm getting sidetracked with all these other things yep and the same exact thing happened with Fallout 4 i didn't play Fallout 4 until like a year and a half after it came out mm -hmm. but then i started playing it and i again stopped and set it aside 15 20 hours in because i was like there's so much to do and i've done like four main story quests yep. out of the dozens that there are <laughs> just yeah. because i kept getting sidetracked by side things yep. and i think that's been an apprehension of mine when thinking about skyrim or other mm -hmm. elder scrolls games it's like 
they tout how big and open these worlds are and i'm like that's mm -hmm. awesome like i love it conceptually speaking mm -hmm. but in practice i'm like i don't know about this right yeah and that's but, and that was an issue that i had when i first started playing like literally i bought it it was on a weekend uh when i got it and i played all that weekend through the night like i i only stopped to eat and use the bathroom and that was it like i didn't sure. sleep i didn't talk to anybody i just played that game for like 48 hours straight that's and, awesome um, and yeah and then i just man um, the days of doing that <laughs> right back when i could um but no and but that's one of the things that I do like about that is that nowadays I've learned to limit myself to say okay well I know the quests typically aren't super long so like I'm just going to mm -hmm. do this one I can tell is going to be a quick one or I'll do like two or three of these things or I'm I'm not going to do any quests today I'm going to focus on like uh, my smithing, or I'm gonna organize, organize my inventory. I swear, this, sure. is, this is the only game that I have played where I have literally sat down and spent an entire play session of like half an hour, 45 minutes, just organizing my inventory. I have like, done that. I understand. Let's I'm bring like, it back around to Kingdom Hearts <laughs> on the mobile game, Kingdom Hearts Union Cross. I've done that sometimes, like where you just have to, because you have metals that you use to attack the enemies, mm. and you get metals from poles and whatever. And if you have too many metals, then you have to sort through them. And there's ones like low level ones you get in just normal missions and stuff, and you don't want them, so you have to trash them all. And mm -hmm. then there's ones that you can evolve, and there's ones that you can uh, make stronger and power up with other metals. And uh, like I've done that before on that, like just spend half hour, 45 minutes clearing my inventory, resetting. <laughs> The order of my medals so that i get the best attack out of them or defense or whatever mm -hmm. so i understand those feels and i'm committed to doing that if the situation <laughs> calls for it <laughs> right right so i think uh yeah maybe maybe it, you're gonna give kingdom hearts a go absolutely i'll see about giving skyrim a go before i have <laughs> you on again yeah just you know set yourself that limits oh i was curious about something actually i was thinking yeah um you know now that you have a kid and everything i was curious do you um, do you still play like the the heavy rated games, the the gory stuff? Like, do you just wait till the kid goes to bed, or do you just like yeah. avoid that <laughs> stuff altogether? Like, I definitely don't avoid it. It's like people say when they have a kid that they look at those kinds of games totally differently, and I know mm -hmm. people who have done that, said that, like mm -hmm. that they've, they've their mind is just totally switched with that. Right. It, it hasn't hit me yet. I don't know if it will, <laughs> but like I can still scenes where excuse me i can still see scenes in games where like kids are being hurt or something and it's it's not my kid it's a fictional kid. <laughs> it's, yeah it's not real you know, it's i i don't have that filter i guess but um mm. or like even if it's not with kids but it's just a general gory game mm -hmm. uh, yeah i'm not gonna play it in front of her but uh right. yeah i'll wait till she's in bed or i'll wait till the weekend when she's you know off with her mom or something you know mm -hmm. so i've have no problem playing those games still <laughs> cool but i do also like playing games with her like she's mm -hmm. two and a half and she's uh learned what kingdom hearts looks like oh yeah that's you were hey, saying kingdom that Heart. the other day <laughs> that uh yeah didn't she just Whereas, like straight up ask you to play like she's like i want to yeah. play kingdom hearts let's play <laughs> yeah yeah so i turn it on have the main controller i give her a controller that's not turned on <laughs> <laughs> of course <laughs> it's good she knows who Mickey Mouse is. She knows Duck, quote unquote. <laughs> right. Uh, 
She's familiar with Winnie the Pooh, so when I went to Pooh's World, she was pretty excited. Of course, that's um, awesome. Yeah, no, working working her way through the Disney movies one by one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't even know they had a world in this. So stop giving stuff away. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh. All right. Well, don't worry. It'll it'll still surprise you. Right. Definitely. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Well, I think that's a good place to call it. All right. So. Thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Good to good to have a chat with some family. Definitely. Thanks for having me on. I really enjoyed it. Is there anywhere online where people can follow you if they're interested? Or just will they have to wait for your triumphant return once you've beat Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, I don't really have much of an online presence. So uh, sure. maybe eventually I'll uh, I'll start getting on some of the uh, the Twitters and the, uh, the other... I don't know, <laughs> social media stuff. <laughs> the snip chits and the followers. Wait, right. that's, that's bad. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Fair enough. Maybe one of these days, if if I ever uh, like really get into this stuff, I'll have an online presence, but... Yeah, I don't really, I don't really post enough for people to actually be interested in me. So, uh, just uh, listen to me here <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, people aren't really interested in me either, but I still post my nonsense <laughs> because I can. Right. And if you want to follow my nonsense, you can find me on Twitter at Zachary P Lyons. That's L Y O N S. And be sure to subscribe to Super Nerd Pals Network RSS feed to get all the latest episodes of Super Nerd Pals, Kingdom Hearts, and other stuff, and Left for Dread. Uh, you can find us at supernerdpals.com or by searching for us on iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. And if you've got a minute, uh, you should rate the show. If you like it, awesome. Five-star ratings really help us get noticed. But if you didn't like it, that's fine, too. Uh, let us know what you think we can do to improve because we're always open to constructive criticism. Uh, thanks, again for Robert, uh, thanks again to Robert for joining me. And thank you guys for listening. This has been Episode 6 of Kingdom Hearts and Other Stuff. May your heart be your guiding key. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>